we have to read a lot in order to get better at the language that we're learning. Hi there, Steve Kaufman here today and uh, I'm going to talk. This is the second in my series of videos about my hierarchy of goals, the main goals that I have when I learn a language. And today I'm going to talk about reading. Uh, remember, if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe, click on the bell for notifications. If you follow me on a podcast service, please leave a review. So, uh, the first sort of goal that, the, you know, I work towards in learning languages is to acquire words. And bear in mind that all these different goals are very much interrelated, but these are sort of the goals that I pursue. The second goal is reading and I'll explain why. In order to learn words, we first of all have to read them. It's a lot, I don't say we have to, we can also hear them and eventually learn them, but it's an awful lot easier in my experience if I can also read them. If I just hear them, it's difficult for me to remember them. Reading gives them form. Uh, it's easier for me to remember the word. I identify the written word with the word that I hear. Um, reading is easier than listening. I can work my way through a text in link, look up every word. Let's say I'm in sentence mode. It's a brand new language. And if there's seven words in that sentence, I can look up each word and I can kind of figure out what the sentence means. Fuzzy, maybe not totally clear, but I have a sense of what that sentence means. I have a sense of which words are you know, correspond to the verb, to the noun and so forth. So the reading is easy. If I just he heard those words, I wouldn't be able to do that. So reading is a sort of a step towards being able to understand what you hear. This is interesting because of course, historically, uh, and from an evolutionary perspective, we weren't as, as human beings, we weren't designed to read. Uh, for the vast majority of our existence, even as, you know, our ancestors, uh, you know, in the evolutionary chain, and even as human beings, it's only in the last 5,000 years that writing has existed. And for most of that period, a very small percentage of the population read. Books were very expensive. It was very expensive to print. This became you know, it became more widespread with the development of different methods of printing initially in China and then in Europe with uh, Gutenberg and so forth. But, and, but even after that, it was a small percentage of people who read. So for the human brain to be able to decipher, to convert sort of written lines or uh, drawings uh, in a text, to convert that into meaning and also into sound it is an amazing achievement. Uh, and so for us, when we learn to read, even in our own language, that's a major um, process uh, in terms of getting our brains to adapt to something that they weren't used to doing. And many people have difficulty reading. Uh, now, to make reading easier, I've always felt that it's important to combine the audio with the reading so that, you know, it's like if, if you're playing a, a, a musical instrument, if you have heard the tune, it's easier to play that tune on the piano or on the guitar or whatever it might be, because you have an idea of what it is you're trying to, what sort of music you're trying to make. Similarly with reading, if you can hear 
what it is you're trying to read, you have a little bit of momentum going into the reading. So I always combine audio with text. I, I it's certainly in an early stage in my learning, I want to be able to do both listen and read. But I know that in order to get good at the language, I have to read a lot. And uh, if I look at my statistics in Link, uh, even in Arabic and Persian, which are the two most recent languages, I've read about 500,000 words in each of them. And Link measures uh, not only when you read something for the first time, but also when you read it for a second and a third time, which I do. And I'll get into the sort of strategy of reading. But even when I feel that I'm struggling to make progress, I know that every time I'm reading, either something new, which therefore would have a lot of unknown words that I'm looking up, you know, blue words, or if I'm rereading something that I've read before, because there's still lots of words that are now yellow, words that I have looked up, but I still don't know those words. And it's just a process of reading again, reading something that I've read before. I'm consuming those words. My brain is slowly, slowly getting used to reading in that language. Uh, this is particularly true if the writing system is different. And uh, even though, say, the Cyrillic alphabet, which is used for Russian and Ukrainian, uh, Tajik, other languages, um, is not that different from our uh, Latin alphabet. But if I'm reading in Arabic or Persian or Korean or Japanese or Chinese, Every time I'm reading, I'm helping the brain get used to this new writing system. Even if I know theoretically what the uh, letters represent, I continue to confuse them because they're, I'm still fighting to decipher them. Whereas uh, if I'm reading in my, in my own language or my own writing system, it's instant. The, the, you know, the meaning of those letters is, is instant. Um, and, and I think this might be similar to you know, the situation of people who struggle with dyslexia. So they're fighting to decipher each word, whereas a fluent reader just uh, immediately converts the word to meaning. Uh, when we're reading in a foreign language, I find that we're always sub-vocalizing so that the sound of the word is very important to us. Uh, when we read in our own language, um, I think it's just instant meaning. How do we get that way? Because ever since childhood, we've been reading in that writing system in that language and so it's just it's just a matter of the brain is so used to it so therefore we have to read a lot in order to get better at the language that we're learning so if i say i'm at 500,000 words in arabic or persian i'm at a million and a half words read at least according to statistics on link in languages like say czech or russian this doesn't account for the reading that i do away from the computer again i read on my iPad or in Link in order to look up words because I, I find it frustrating to be reading uh, and, and having a lot of words that I don't know. But once I get good enough in a language, I like to read on paper because that's, you know, you have no help, you have, there's no audio, there's no text to speech, you can't look up words, you just have to fight your way through this text on paper. And I've always felt that when I am first able to read a whole book from cover to cover, paper book, conventional book in a language, that's a major achievement, a major milestone. I'm not there in Arabic and Persian. There are just far too many words that I don't know, but I continue reading. That's probably, you know, every day I read some and either I'm looking up words because it's, you know, there's a lot of blue words, unknown words, 
or it's material that I've read before and I'm perhaps moving some of the yellow words along in status, moving them perhaps to known. So I spend a lot of time reading. And, you know, because it's so often the case in language learning, once we get past that first stage where we suddenly discover this language and we understand a few things and we can say a few things and we're very happy, then we hit that long period where we're slowly acquiring these, you know, lower frequency words, which we need. So during that period, it's very important to have a sort of a reinforcement to convince yourself that you're actually doing something and um, getting somewhere. And, and I've always felt that, you know, we need measures of our activity level because if we are active, we will be learning. And in that regard, the number of words read, which we track at link, uh, even the number of words, you know, that you have looked up, in other words, links created, these are all indicators of how active you are. And so the reading is a big activity at Link. It's one that's helping your brain get used to the language. And it's a measure of how active you are with the language. And uh, I will get on to the other goals like listening, uh, which is easier to do because I can do it while I'm doing other tasks. But reading does require actually being in front of either you're reading from a book or you're reading on the iPad or on the computer using Link or you're using some other method to read. It's something that is dedicated. You can't be reading and driving at the same time. I don't recommend that. Uh, so, but reading, uh, you know, it's, 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 if we look at reading aside from language learning, uh, literacy, um, people who read well, by and large, do better. That's not to say that people who don't read well are bad people. Many people who don't read well are very successful in a variety of fields. But overall, people who read well do better, you know, academically, professionally, socially, and so forth. So reading is very important. And people who read well read a lot. And same with language learning. If you want to learn the language well, you need to read a lot. And the reading can be either rereading, you know, easy material, which I still find myself doing both, you know, uh, some of the learner books in Persian, I still read through them, because to reinforce certain structures of the language. And, uh, and I'll read the mini stories again, uh, because there's still words there that I still can't remember. But I, I vary that with, you know, reading new material that has more blue words in it. And of course, the, the, the feeling we have when we see that the pages, even if I, if I bring in a, a newspaper article in Persian and I see that the pages now, there's fewer and fewer blue words. Uh, there are more and more white words that are known. So you have that sense of the, the pages on link becoming lighter and lighter in color. And that's an indication that you are getting somewhere, even though at times you may struggle to understand, you may struggle to speak. So. I guess my message is that, that in my hierarchy of goals, if the first goal is to acquire more words, uh, the main way of acquiring that, those new words, passive vocabulary, is reading. Reading in combination with listening, but I can't do it without the reading. And the amount of reading we do on Link is easily measured. So it's, it's sort of a, a measure of how active you are. It's an indication that you are moving forward in the language, even though sometimes you think you aren't. And even if I'm reading something that's relatively uninteresting, something that I've read before, I know from personal experience that 
just being exposed to this to the writing system, being exposed to this need to read and to decipher what's written there, and that's helping me. So, I mean, we will do things. I regularly pull down a kettle, 20 minute, 25 minute kettlebell routine from YouTube that I've done before, but I know that it's good for me to do it. So I'm, I'm content to do it. Uh, the same with reading material that I've read before. And our system, I think, does keep track of that. But at the same time, I'm motivated, motivated to read new material where I'll acquire new words and where I'm learning about things that are of interest to me. So you can do both kinds of reading. You can be reading specifically to learn, sort of a deliberate learning activity, or you can be reading to acquire more information to learn about different things that are of interest to you. But again, reading, uh, whether you do it uh, digi you know, with e-text or whether you do it in, in a paper book, is, is a fundamental part of language learning. Now, that's not to say that there aren't lots of people who learn and don't read. And uh, I am sure there are, you know, we read about, uh, you know, the Amazon jungle where there's so many different languages and people manage to learn each other's languages. Uh, I gather in Ethiopia, which is not a country with a high rate of literacy, uh, people nevertheless are quite multilingual because there are so many languages there. So you can learn without reading. However, it's easier with reading. If you live surrounded by speakers of other languages, you'll pick up those languages quite comfortably. But most of us aren't in that situation. And so reading, which is a, it's like a recording, but it's a written record of what someone said. Uh, better if you can hear what's there because that gives you momentum into the reading. You actually can hear the words that you're reading. But to have the ability to read in combination with listening is very, very powerful. So, uh, and in my mind, you know, in terms of the statistics that I follow uh, at link of my own statistics, reading comes right after um, my vocabulary. So I hope that was helpful and I will continue in this series about my goals when I learn languages. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.